Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. It's Rick Tittle. Hey, hey, ho, ho, what you got? You got to go. Rick Tittle with you, downtown San Francisco, California. Got to sneeze and hit the cough button, which is what I did. Just proving once again, it's live radio. It makes it better, doesn't it? Bueller, Bueller. Uh, We're here for your calls as we talk sports. This is what we do and what we have been doing for a long time since the 80s, y'all. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in. 1-800-878-7529. Get on back and what you got. 1-800-878-7529. Got some guests today. We have the man behind Audio Jack. We also have British musician Frank Musker. We have movie director Randy Van Dyke for his new horror film Like Dogs, just in time for Halloween. We have the return of comedian Ari Shafir, one of my faves. Been in the studio many times. Controversial. Uh, Carol Callen, former longtime head of USA Women's Basketball, for her new documentary about the USA Women's Olympic team. Uh, standing by on comedian Monroe Martin as well, hoping to get him. And uh, the book Peril, written by Bob Woodward. You might remember him, Woodward Bernstein. All the presidents, uh, Bob Woodward and uh, Robert Costa together have written Peril which is about uh, January 6th. And uh, Robert Costa will join us to talk about that. In between, sports. (laughs) Let me look. One of my guests has to do with sports. That's Carol Callen. Um, We got comedians, directors, musicians, app guys. You never know what you're going to get here. The hodgepodge. But that's what makes this show great, right? Crickets. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. Nice to have you with us wherever you are listening in 177 countries. Tune in app by Radio app, Stitcher app, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back for three hours.
If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, We have a guest standing by, but before we bring him in, everybody take a quick little listen to this.
All right, when you heard that, where did you go? I know where I went. Basically, take me out to the ball game, and that's sort of the theory behind Audio Jack, which is a revolutionary sonic experience, and uh, they want you to take back your imagination, as they say. The creator, David Tobin, is with us right now. David, welcome to the show. Where did this idea all come together? Thanks. Good to uh, be here. I, the concept came from the idea. So my background's in TV and music. I've been a TV producer for 20 years and a musician and things like that just for fun. And I uh, had access to a bunch of sound design and started putting it together and realized that you were able to tell a story that everyone can connect with and saw how people, like you said, you know, reacted that all of a sudden it took you back to a baseball game you know, can take you back to that moment. Did it take you back to a specific game? Did you come up with anything, you know, anything come to mind? No, it just took me to the ambiance of not being at work. You know what I mean? Just relax, <laughs> just relaxing at a game. Well, there you go. I mean, that's part of it too. It's about using your imagination to take a break from the situation you're in. You know, it's, it's not meditation, it's imagination. All right. Now what it is, it's an app and uh, there is a, uh, a subscription fee as well. What do you get from that, David? Yeah, so you can access it through the website or through the mobile app, and there's tons of different audio jacks in different categories. Um, you can subscribe for free, actually, oh. um, and get access to an audio jack in each category. Um, if you want to unlock it, it's $1.25 a month. Uh, now, so. have, you, have you changed your name to Audio Jack yet? <laughs> exactly, right? They're like, are you really Jack? Is David just a joke or something like that? <laughs> What kind of feedback have you been getting so far from this? So it's been really interesting. Um, a lot of people are using it because they're spending a ton of time in front of a screen these days. Um, whether it's just regular routine or in general because now you have to do stuff online. And just to be able to take a break. And it's not, you know, like I mentioned, it's not like a meditation. You know, you're imagining you're at the baseball game and you're there. And it's hundreds of sounds that are edited together to tell a story. There's a specific story behind them, these narratives, but there's action adventure ones where you like, you know, you're fighting aliens and whatever, where there's environment where you're in different parts of the world. Um, and what we found is because of the excessive screen time, people are getting a lot of use out of this and also uh, help themselves fall asleep. I actually used it the other night. Um, it's, I, I, I'm not kidding at all. I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning. I couldn't go back to bed. And I thought, I'm like, I'm telling everyone, you know, use Audio Jack to go to sleep. It works to go to bed. But what about going back to sleep? And so I had a playlist created in the app, and I hit play. And the next thing I know, I remember listening to it and then waking up the next day. And I guess this is, you know, we've had, you know, I don't know if it was Sharper Image or whatever in the 80s, you know, like yeah. sounds of waves <laughs> or birds chirping. Yes. You've just taken this to the next level, right? Well, I mean, that's exactly it. What you're doing is, so the, the science behind this is when you engage your imagination, um, you get a different form of activity in the mind. And when you listen to an audio jack, it's a lot closer to when you have REM activity when you're daydreaming or sleeping. It's not as intense when you're sleeping, but when you're daydreaming, you still get the same kind of activity in the mind. And it's actually been shown that there's a change in blood flow that physically refreshes your mind when you're getting this REM activity. And so many people aren't getting good sleep and be able to take a break. And so this kind of allows that to happen. It's, it's really interesting you brought up Sharper Image because that's, that's a really good example. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more questions for David Tobin of Audio Jack. So 
L- yeah. Literally, the world's your oyster, right? So what what were some of the things that you got initially, and then you thought, well, hey, how about this, how about that? Outside of, you know, like whales uh, screaming to each other, like what were some of the things that you were like, we got to get this? Oh, you mean like like stories that we could create? Just your, ca- yeah, your like categories that m- maybe someone yeah. never even thought of. Well, I think the neat thing with this is like the action-adventure category allows you to kind of feel like you're in your own movie in a way. You get to kind of feel like you're doing all sorts of things that we normally can't do in our normal lives or possibly ever. You know, some of them are sci-fi based um, and different things like that. We have a Halloween one coming out in a couple of weeks. We do a Halloween one every year. And so that's been fun. Like we've collaborated with different people. I worked with Adam Levine from Maroon 5 for a Halloween episode. I worked with Elizabeth Saint last year on a Halloween one. Um, and it's really neat because the, the thing about this is there's no wrong answer. Like if you and I listen to the same audio, Jack, we're going to have different stories because our imaginations are different. And it gives us a chance to connect and talk about something. Is it the type of thing, too, where, you know, people can almost use it as like, uh, I don't know, like royalty-free sounds for little projects? Because everybody now has their own little uh, movie camera on them. Sure. Uh, no, this, is, this wouldn't allow you to do that because mm-hmm. it's, we're not, we don't sell the sound effects or all those things we've created our own and built our own out. Each one is hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, and it's all locked inside the app. There are tons of websites out there that people need that, that are free, that are amazing resources. And BBC just released thousands of sound effects uh, for free for mm. people to use for projects exactly like that. So what would be maybe the one audio clip uh, or experience that you got that you kind of pad yourself on the back? And then what are the ones that you get? And then when you got done with it, you're like, now nah, this is garbage and you deleted it. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so I was talking with uh, someone actually just earlier today um, about it, but the wolf audio jack. So there's a wildlife category as well inside here. And you listen to these, and you feel like you're the animal in different situations. And so I've worked with the Humane Society, the World Wildlife Fund, Humane Society International, the Top Foundation in China, um, in all these places to get the authentic sounds of animals and create these experiences. I was not hanging out with a Siberian tiger. But however, when I made the wolf audio jack, I was at a wolf reserve that was on 60 acres of land in central or Southern California. And it was amazing. I was there at sunset with them, and I had microphones everywhere, and I picked all these pieces of sound. But then you take all that, and then you edit it and create an audio jack out of it. So that one was really amazing because I got to be alone with a bunch of wolves in the wild. <laughs> that was an <laughs> wow. amazing experience. Did you call that one Raised by Wolves? Yeah, right. It's actually just called Wolf. <laughs> we did, or so, so we, did a, we did a fundraiser with that one to raise money for uh, wolf organizations and charities and things like that oh, wow. um, in conservation. And we did a, um, a whole session um, out at this house in the beach, and people came out, and they got to meet the wolves. They actually brought them down. People got to meet them in person. That's excellent. So once again, audiojack.com and the app as well. And uh, where else can we get you? Yeah, that's it. I mean, audiojack.com is the best place. You'll get all the information there. You'll see, you know, how it's been used in education. It's used in writing programs and all that. Um, and all the data and research is on there. It's absolutely fascinating. It is fascinating. And um, it's just amazing, too, when you think about how just those sounds can, uh, as you say with uh, your uh, catchphrase, take back your imagination. David Tobin has been our guest creator of, once again, Audio Jack, audiojack.com. David, thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. 
Well, I appreciate it. Take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on the other side with a British rock icon. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who'll sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 1759 800-449-1759 again that's 800-449-1759 here's an important covid19 school system update for your local area if you're concerned about your child's education please pay close attention to this message the current school systems were not set up for at-home learning If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-That's 800-693-8290. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Well, that's elaborate. Hey, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show British musical rock veteran Frank Musker. He's worked with just about everybody, very successful in his own right. And he's here to talk about the release from Viper Records coming up in two days on October 8th. It is the 80s underground supergroup World Goes Round. This was originally recorded in uh, 1989, and uh, it's going to be av- available for collectors on uh, vinyl uh, as well. Uh, Frank, you know, they always say music lives forever, and I-, I guess this is a great example of that, huh? <laughs> Rick, it's very nice to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, just, just in parentheses before I start, I just wanted to say that I've always loved American Forces Radio. When I was a teenager, I used to listen to it when I was um, in Greece, and that was my sort of uh, conduit to all sorts of fantastic music. So, you know, good job. <laughs> very nice. Now, did you, I know, where did, in, uh, are you uh, English, Scottish? Where in the UK did you grow up? No, I'm English, and, um, you know, I was born in London, but... Um, I have a, a, a strong uh, Greek and Italian connection in my family, so I now have a house in Greece where I spend a lot of time hiding away from the world. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do your O and A levels? You were before GCSEs and all that. Yeah, yeah, and no, I did all that. Went to university in England, went to Cambridge, and um, you know that's where I met my longtime songwriting partner, Dominic. Yeah, um, Dominic Bugatti. That, I, that I didn't realize that. That's very impressive. Did you go punting down the cam? We certainly did. We did lots of, we basically misbehaved for four years and then um, got a degree at the end of it. So I don't really quite know how we managed it. But in the end, um, it was an amazing experience. Uh, But we ended up doing something completely, uh, nothing to do with um, academia at all. So, um, you know, it was quite, (laughs) we we ended up actually basically basically turning our hobby into the thing we did for a living. That's fantastic. Then, And what, what part of London did you grow up in? Uh, I was born um, literally opposite the House of Commons in St. Thomas's Hospital, so I'm theoretically a Cockney. I actually, <laughs> I actually make it on that definition. But I have a long and convoluted story. My parents moved to Australia when I was uh, 18 months old and uh, returned when I was 15. So I grew up in Australia, which is a country I love, and uh, but have only visited once since then. So it's a sort of fond and distant memory. I'm very much a European now. So if you call yourself Cockney, then do you uh, then embrace West Ham? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> they are the enemy. Uh, I, am a, I am a Spurs supporter. Oh. From the time I was a child, Tottenham Hotspur, N17, North London. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, uh, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Anybody who knows me know that I'm a Tottenham man for life. Are you? Yeah. Rick, you're not, you're not just sort of snowing me now. You really mean that. No, I'll never forget. 1991, getting off at Seven Sisters, walking to White Hart Lane. It was a religious experience for me. And then all the way two years ago, went to the new stadium, saw them lose to Bayern 7-2 and the uh, Champions yeah, that League. Was, but That wasn't our finest hour, definitely. But the stadium is absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? It's extraordinary. It's, 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 it's it, you know, it, I gasp when I saw And as much as I love the old lane, I mean, the, the progress. And I'm glad it was, you know, in the footprint of the old stadium there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm Spurs through and through from Hoddle and Waddle, basically, all wow, the way to today. fantastic. What an incredible surprise. Rick, I love you already. What can I say? I know. I love you. For, forget <laughs> forget the album. Let's just talk Spurs the rest of this interview. Okay. Spurs, <laughs> well, uh, no, one last thing, which is quite interesting, is that uh, the new Spurs stadium is going to be is the home of the NFL in London now. Uh, and it's specifically designed so that it has a retractable pitch. So the soccer pitch retracts away from... Um, 
you know, it sort of it gets pulled back into the into the stands, and below it is a is a proper you know serious astroturf NFL pitch. So it's quite amazing. You know, within 20 minutes they can convert from a soccer stadium to a uh, an American football stadium. It's an am- amazing piece of, of architecture, you know. There's no doubt. Yeah, when you see them take a corner, you see them climb up a little cop there because that field That's is right. underneath. And I know that well because I was there for that. I was the Oakland Raiders pre- and post-game host. So two years right. ago, I did my show from the football game there. I went to, you know, and then I went down to Brighton to watch us lose at the Amex. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, Well, we, we really, I really am preaching to the choir here. I can't believe it. It's fantastic. It's yeah. So not... No, I, I yeah. I'm, by the way, I'm speaking to my favorite all-time musician, Frank Musker. Uh, <laughs> now that I know he's a Spurs man, let's talk about um, this uh, world's uh, world go round. Because as I mentioned, I mean, you worked with so many fantastic musicians. What what about this album uh, that uh, is really uh, you know one of your faves? Well, world goes round is a really. I mean, if there ever was ever a, a labor of love for us, it was this project. You know, we it's basically there are f- four of us. Five, if you include Tommy Bakari, who is our uh, producer and engineer, who really is part of the band, you know. And we were all good friends. It's Jeff Hull, uh, who is a wonderful keyboard player and drummer and, you know, played with Shaka Khan. And, and he co-wrote Piano in the Dark and produced Piano in the Dark with Brenda Russell, which was a Grammy-nominated hit. And, you know, Elizabeth uh, Lammers, was, who is uh, the, the other singer in the band, um, you know, worked with John Denver, um, you know, Linda Ronstadt, Nelson Riddle, you name it. I mean, she's an amazing singer. And and Marty Walsh is our sort of resident rock god who's sort of played guitar with just about everybody, you know, with uh, nine to five. And she works hard for the money for Donna Summer. You know, these were all kind of A-list, um, you know, L.A. session people. And we were all working, you know, in 1989, I had a house in Laurel Canyon and um, we had built a studio which was a pretty funky home studio, but it was great. And it had a wonderful live space and it was built around a 150 foot California redwood, a sequoia, mm. which you couldn't really get rid of, obviously. And this was a very vibey studio, you know, we were <laughs> because of this extraordinary tree. Um, and it was just an amazing time. You know, most of the eighties, I lived in that house and we just made music the whole time. We had extraordinary people coming up. We had the sea wind horns. We had, um, you know, extraordinary people would come up and, and, and just play because that was the kind of scene that was happening in L.A. in the 1980s. You know, people would be doing two, three sessions a day and then they'd go off and they'd play, play at a club at night, you know, in a pickup band. Or they would just come and do somebody's demos if you happen to, you know, for, for 50 bucks if they liked you, you know. So it was an extraordinary time. There was music going on the whole time in the house. It was mayhem. But it was a, it was an incredibly creative kind of mayhem. So the band was born out of this this atmosphere of, uh, you know, constant working, constant creativity. And we were all doing well. You know, we were all kind of plugged into various different things. I was working with Quincy Jones and Arif Mardin and various people like that. So it was a really great time. But there was a part of us which wanted the creative freedom not to have to deal with the constant, um, you know, record company um, you know, A&R departments, you know, decisions made by committee, that whole sort of thing. You know, we wanted to do something which, which was just us. And, um, and so we started making this record. Um, and we made about, I think we recorded about six tracks. And then as, as fate would have it, we didn't really shop it because we were all so busy. You know, Tommy was working, I was working. I had a project back in Europe with, uh, with a guy called Zuccaro who did incredibly well. And, and also with Brian May from Queen. So, we 
it, unfortunately, the, the thing kind of got put away in a drawer, as, as happens. Um, about two years ago, Marty Walsh discovered a cassette up in his, uh, in his attic and had to buy a cassette player on eBay in order to play <laughs> the thing. <laughs> and uh, was absolutely astonished to hear how amazing this track sound. I was in India traveling with my wife at the time, and he sent me a couple of songs, and he said, what do you think of these? And I said, they sound amazing. You know, it's incredible. Tommy's sounds, Tommy Bikari's sounds are just extraordinary. And he said, well, what do we do? And I said, well, I don't know. You know, we've got some of these tracks exist in multi-track form, but, but you know, a good, a good deal of them, we didn't have access to. The multi-tracks have just disappeared. So what happened is that um, we, we really had to go with what was on the cassette. This is the first extraordinary part of the story is that the cassette sounded so good. Tommy just did a little bit of mastering and five of the 10 tracks on the album have been untouched since 1989. You know, they are exactly the way they were mixed in 1989 hmm. and they were mastered from a cassette, if you can believe it. Um, and then Vinyl Re um, what Viper Records got involved in New York and they said, well, we need an album. This is clearly a, a you know, an old school uh, vinyl album and we want some more tracks. So we delved into, we delved into the archives and we found some more songs which were at different stages of development, which we'd never finished. And um, so the really amazing achievement of Tommy and, and, and Jeff Hull really is that they managed to, I mean, like for example, in the case of one of the tracks, put it on the line, which is one of the singles, all they kept was the original lead vocal from 1989. Everything else is absolutely up to date, you know, recorded during the lockdown in 2020. So um, I guess the sort of nice thing is, uh, you know, we, we sort of pose a question to the listener, you know, sort of have a guess which are the ones that were mixed in 19, 1989 and which are the ones that were finished off in 2020. We hope, you know, we're very proud of the fact that the, the album sounds very seamless and it's, it's one, you know, one listening experience. Um, but it's a real achievement by those guys to make it sound absolutely coherent after all this time. And it, it's weird. It's as if the album exists in two time zones because half the album is us now, you know, it's, it's what we're about now, but um, the songs are, are weirdly prescient, you know, they're kind of, they are, you know, the song, there's a song called big house, which was about the destruction of the Amazon and about, you know, things like the Berlin wall coming down and stuff. Well, the lyrics just sound completely up to date now. You know, they're, 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 they sound even more urgent now than they did in 1989. Wow. That's so, fantastic uh, stuff. And yeah, we got to run. I want to music is timeless, you know, hopefully if it's good. And, and I, I think we've had enough kind of positive affirmation now uh, in the last few months, you know, I think what's really touching and what's fantastic for us is that the um, kids who weren't born when we made started making this record are really reacting to the record, you know, which is, mm -hmm. that gives me great satisfaction. You know, I want to make sure everybody, before we go, picks it up tomorrow, October 8th, Viper records world goes round, pick it up. We've been speaking with Frank Musker, Frank, thanks for your time, man. And come on you Spurs. Yeah, absolutely. Come on you Spurs. <laughs> it can only get better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Tina's floor manager retired, leaving her tortilla factory flat out. What do you mean she's on a silent retreat? She must fill the role and all those orders. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. 
I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. I'll take that as a compliment, I guess. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show film writer, film director, Randy Van Dyke. His new movie, Like Dogs, from Terror Films, is available now on digital just in time 
for Halloween. Randy, welcome to the show. When you write it and you direct it, there, there's no one to blame. It's all you. So when uh, is that that freedom must be very liberating. But on the other hand, the responsibility, does it keep you up at night? It, you know, that's absolutely true, because there's really nobody to blame other than myself. So if somebody absolutely hates that movie, uh, all that hate gets directed directly towards me. <laughs> but the, on the bright side, there's no gatekeepers. So if I want to put something really twisted in there, I don't necessarily have somebody saying, no, nah, you really can't do that. <laughs> Got you. So uh, let us know the plot and a, and a little uh, thumbnail, please. So uh, basically, it's a, a couple of university students that are uh, unwilling participants in a behavioral experiment that uh, goes awry and people start dying, and then it's just a, a race to survive. Uh, but it's packed full of twists and turns, and I guarantee, watching the first few minutes of the movie, you will have absolutely no idea how it's going to end. And uh, Annabelle Barrett, the uh, main protagonist, lovely young actress, why was, uh, why was she the right person for Lisa? Um, she really knew how to tap into kind of like a, a, a deeply troubled uh, soul. You know, the the character of Lisa has a whole lot of layers. And the, the person, that, this might be a little spoilery here, but the person that you're introduced to at the beginning of the movie isn't necessarily the same person you're going to see by the end because so many changes, she evolves through so many changes. So she was really able to embody that and live that and breathe life into that character in a way that nobody else could. And we did a lot of uh, auditions for it, and she was she nailed it. Nowadays, there are all sorts of tricks you can do to cut corners in movies, and um, you know sometimes it ends up looking fake. Sometimes you can pull it off. Sometimes it's a budgetary uh, concern as well. Like, what can we afford, not afford? When you were going through that, how much did you have to rely upon? Look, we have to do it this way, or did you kind of have uh, you know willy nilly do what you want? Well, uh, we live in the the ultra low budget world uh -huh. when we're when we're making movies usually, and uh, we don't. Uh, we kind of live and die by cutting corners, but but doing it in a creative way. Because when you have a limited budget, it really forces you to be creative with what you've got. So, for example, um, the, a lot of this movie was inspired by the location that we found. Uh, it was an abandoned animal shelter. And uh, when I saw the big kennel room with all those big uh, cement cubicles when I was location scouting, uh, for a different film, in fact, I walked in there and I saw that. I'm like, wow, I want to write a movie where we chain up humans and treat them like animals in this room. Um, and then we just kind of built a lot of the, the rest of the story uh, around that facility that we knew we had access to. So uh, that made it very cost-effective. That's the other thing, too, when I think about it, because in, in the world of, uh, you know, as I said, if, if you don't have a $50 million budget, you do have to get very, very creative uh, sometimes. And uh, what do they call it when the film's left over, the shorts? Is that what uh, a lot of times people use for film, or is this like all uh, digitally recorded? This was all digitally done, but yeah, that's how that's how it was done. You know, by the low budget filmmakers still shooting on film and shoot on the short ends. A couple more questions for Randy Van Dyke, like dogs. So, um, you know, nowadays you you do anything, you say anything, and and people are going to jump on you. Uh, you know, outrage is currency. Have you already had dog lovers and PETA that hate the title? I mean, <laughs> who knows who's going to come out of the woodwork, right? You know, um, so far, because we really only have one dog in the movie, and it's the very first shot of the movie, uh, of the opening credits, and, and we 
it, it, we're, we're literally feeding the dog. We're not even doing anything remotely harmful to it. So luckily, PETA hasn't been all over us. We had uh, the Humane Society out there uh, watching our, our uh, activity with the dog on set and everything. I think the only outcry we've had so far is because our poster shows a woman in peril, and it has the name Like Dogs on it. Uh, we've had some people say in some comments like, oh, calling women dogs, that kind of thing. But that <laughs> is absolutely not the context of the movie whatsoever, because if anything, this is a really strong female-driven uh, storyline. So, I mean, that, that is a really wrong way to look at it. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, nowadays people, they don't even look at the context or the nuances. Like, they'll just see a woman in a dog cage and they'll say, oh, kids in cages at the border. And it's like, what? No, this has nothing to do with that. Right. Yeah. Um, but just mention briefly, nonstop to, to Comic Con, um, I guess was your first feature, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Just tell everybody about that real quick. So um, that one we did a few years back. We had a, a lot of success on the um, on the festival circuit with that one. Um, it's uh, it's a comedy. I come from a comedy background, and there was a, a bunch of uh, geeks on the way to uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, sharing a plane with a bunch of porn stars on the way back from a location shoot. And uh, a bunch of shenanigans ensue. So uh, that one was a lot of fun. But uh, it's not available to the public quite yet. That one we're, we're still working on some issues on. But, uh, but hopefully that one will be coming out soon as well. I always wonder, too, when you make a film, you write and direct a film, and then uh, you, know, you wring your hands in the editing bay. What do I put in? What do I leave on the floor? When you do finally premiere it, and you've probably seen it 50 times by then, how much do you have to just say, look, this is the film. I'm not going to worry about what I left in or, or, or what I, you know, or what I put in and what I put out. How, how hard is that to just like wash your hands and say, look, this is the film as it is. And I love it. You know, at a while, after a while, you kind of have to walk away from it just for your own sanity and also just so you can move on with other projects. Um, I don't know who the quote originated from, but I first heard it uh, and it was said by George Lucas in an interview. And he said, no film is ever really finished. It's merely abandoned. <laughs> and uh, and I think there's a lot of truth to that because sometimes it was all art. You just kind of have to walk away from a project or you, you're going to overcook it, you know? A lot of times, uh, you know, no matter what we do, we take a lot from our mentors and uh, people who influence us directly or indirectly. So as a film director, you know, you have your own style, but of course you grew up watching movies. Uh, so did you ever like get done with a shoot one day and say, yeah, that was kind of Kubrick-esque or, uh, you know, I was a little bit of uh, Fellini on that one. I mean, is that, is it kind of like a, a mismatch of all that? Um, you know, it's interesting because I think any any filmmaker kind of uh, takes an amalgam of all the styles that they uh, that they appreciate and tries to kind of put their own spin on it. Um, I have had a, a, what I would call a Kubrick day because Kubrick was known for just doing take after take after take and really being brutal with the actors. Yeah. And there was one particularly difficult take on my very first feature that I did, and we did it something like 16 times. And it, we were all exhausted by the end of it. And, and I remember by the end of that day, I was just, that, that felt like a Kubrick day to me. <laughs> and I even, I even said so much. Yeah, except you weren't screaming at Shelley Duvall, wave the bat harder, wave the bat harder. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I never quite got to the point of me brutalizing the actors. It was just the, the long day and the, a lot of takes brutalizing the actors. So, and that uh, one was a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> But what's it like when your actors will say, you know, is it a little bit of a democracy where they say, I think it's better if I stand over here or I don't believe my character would, would actually say that. Why don't we switch it? Or do you go, look, we got to do what we got to do here. 
So I'm a big believer in allowing actors to to kind of embody the character the way they want, and I'm I'm really open to all kinds of feedback. So uh, especially with like dogs, um, when Annabelle had an idea for something that her character would or wouldn't do, um, I went with it because, like I said, she really found a way to embody that character and really get into her mind. So um, I uh, we trusted each other on that, and I knew that whatever decisions she that she would make would would benefit the character. So um, I usually, I, I love to let them run wild with it, but I almost always do one as it's written. We do one as, as it's written, and then if we want to, we can do what I call one for fun, where you can kind of go a little off the script with it. Mm-hmm. I looked at the cast, and uh, I love the fact that there are five guys who are described as ex-boyfriend. I guess this girl got around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, in the context of the movie, uh it, it makes sense. There's an entire room full of her ex-boyfriends that are there to be punished. <laughs> so um, let's say you have, you know, five minutes to, to show this film and someone's like, that's all I have time for, you know, your elevator pitch or whatever. What, what would be the scene that you would say, you got to watch this scene? So towards the end of the movie, um, as it's building up to the climax, there's a scene where all the leads are together in one room. And this is a very small cast. There's only four main characters in it. And three of them are tuned down, and one of them is perceived to have all the power. And it's it's a little bit longer than a five-minute scene, but uh, it is super intense. It's very emotional. Um, and... It's probably my favorite thing that I've ever directed just because of the fact that I got such a good uh, performance out of every single cast member on that one, and I could just watch it over and over again. And it really kind of sums up the movie nicely. Um, now, but I also want to say that uh, people going into this movie expecting it to be a horror movie, a traditional horror movie, might be disappointed because it's not gory or bloody and there's no monsters or anything like that. It's a psychological thriller, so it's really designed to get into your head. Well, I can say there's some scary looking stuff in this thing, though. I mean, it's some. <laughs> there's some. Definitely, we, we've got a little something for everybody. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then uh, one final question for you, <clears throat> and that is when when you release the film, you know, you love it, uh, or maybe you don't. Whatever. I'm sure you love this film. But what about the feedback? How much? Uh, how has it been so far? And 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 how do you you know you embrace it or not embrace it one way or the other when you do a film? So. Uh, I learned a long time ago um, not to read comments like on YouTube videos that you post or not to read uh, movie reviews, films you do, that kind of thing. Um, but this time, it's actually been pretty overwhelmingly positive. Of course, there, there are people that genuinely dislike it. And, and this is some pretty twisted subject matter. So honestly, I'm not surprised if people really have a visceral negative reaction to it. Um, but it's getting a lot of positive support uh, so far. And that's refreshing. Those are the reviews I like to read, <laughs> but I'll, I'll read just about anything that gets sent to me. Um, and and the, the negative stuff that people point out, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Maybe there is a plot hole there. It's, you know, uh, it's a movie, <laughs> but as long as you had fun with it, if you went for a fun ride, uh, then it did its job. You know. You can take that fun ride right now because the movie is brand new, out digital. It's called Like Dogs from Terror Films, and we've been speaking the writer and director, Randy Van Dyke. Randy, congratulations on the film, and uh, thanks for talking about it with us. Thanks so much for having me. All right, good stuff. Let's take a break, and we'll come on back on Sports Byline.
You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080-800-685-2080-800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. A uh, full hour of guests there. We're going to start off next hour with comedian Ari Shafir, but then open lines uh, for the rest of that hour at 1-800-878-PLAY. Tentative uh, at eleven twelve. comedian Monroe Martin 
And then uh, we'll have Carol Callan, the uh, former head of the United States Women's uh, Basketball, to talk about a new documentary about the Olympic team. Speaking of sports, if I can, San Jose Sharks uh, forward Evander Kane, who I really shouldn't even call him Sharks forward anymore because he's been banned from training camp. They don't want anything to do with him. There were huge allegations about uh, gambling and gambling debts that he owed casinos, casinos accusing him of things in Vegas. The NHL actually cleared him of that, but they're into investigation now of him uh, abusing his uh, wife. And this is when the Sharks cut the cord. I bring it up because now today, from uh, Sports Illustrated, they're reporting that Evander Kane used a fake vaccination card. Uh, we don't know where uh, this has happened, but uh, using a, fa- a fake vaccination card, in fact, just buying one in the United States and Canada is six months in jail and a $750,000 fine. That is uh, pretty big. And <clears throat> I know that sometimes people are like, oh, I mean, they're pretty easy to fake, I would think, because like mine is just somebody wrote it in with a pen both times I got both shots. But there is also a QR code that I have from the state that I guess I could use as well. I went in to get Japanese food the other day in Berkeley, and I had to show it, and the guy looked at it for one second. He didn't even could have said uh, Flip Wilson on it. But um, it's just another thing for Kane. It's just, and whether it's true or not, I don't know. But uh, the guy's NHL career is over, and it's sad uh, because um, he is a fantastic player, and he led the Sharks in goals last year, and they really could have used him. But he's his own worst enemy uh, when it comes to uh, to this stuff. But anyway, I doubt he's going to go to jail for six months, but this is it's just not good. All right, we have another two hours to go. Your calls, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The CIA has called on its operatives around the world to step up their operational security after dozens of informants have been arrested, killed, or otherwise compromised in recent years. A memo was sent last week from top U.S. counterintelligence officials to every station worldwide. Some of the problems are poor tradecraft, underestimating the counterintelligence prowess of foreign agencies, and focusing on recruitment without paying proper attention to potential risks, the normally secret memo explained. Parents and politicians are slamming the Department of Justice decision to bring the FBI to investigate threats against school personnel. Parents are not happy with these teachers for forcefully pushing the one-sided critical race theory. Former Department of Justice spokesperson Ian Pryor on Fox News. What is harassment? Is that, hey, I'm going to show up at a school board meeting and talk about what you're doing and hold you accountable. Is that harassment? Is that what Merrick Garland is going to go after? USA Radio News. On January 29th of last year, I was a stroke victim, but some patients 
can't even get the proper medication because of stringent insurance practices. Doctor, doesn't seem like America, does it? No, it does not. And first of all, I'm very sorry that you had that experience. Uh, it is not like America. This is not the way it should be. PCSK9 inhibitors, which were uh, released and appro approved rather by the FDA in 2015, the summer of 2015, uh, have experienced uh, unprecedented barriers for access by the payers of the insurance companies. They're human monoclonal antibodies made by an immortal cell line. They're not little drugs that are just punched out on an assembly line. Wow. Um, but what I can tell you is this, that uh, the PCSK9 inhibitors um, clearly lower LDL cholesterol effectively. I mean, that has been well documented. If you think you have a heart problem, what's the best thing to do? Oh, my God. If you think you have a heart problem, talk to your doctor. The numbers of the nation's nuclear warheads ready for deployment were announced recently. Chris Barnes from the New England USA Radio News Bureau has the details. For the first time since 2018, the U.S. is revealing the size of the nation's nuclear stockpile, at least as of September of 2020. The National Nuclear Security Association says in a report that as of then, the nation had 3,750 warheads. The agency adding that number was nearly a 90% reduction in the stockpile's peak from over 31,000 in fiscal year 1967. When the feds last disclosed the number in the stockpile, the country had more than 3,800 in 2017. Reporting from the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. So that's it, folks. The 2021 New York Yankee season is over after losing Tuesday to the Red Sox 6-2. This is USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. In Arizona, videotaping someone in a bathroom is a felony. No charges have been filed after Senator Kirsten Sinema was videotaped by a socialist Democrat in a bathroom at Arizona State University over the weekend. Journalist from The Hill, Joe Concha, on Fox News, talks about this disturbing trend. The, the New York Times, guys, perfectly encapsulates the, the patent hypocrisy here in a piece that was titled, What's Wrong with Kristen Cinema?" And it says, quote, there is a difference between being a maverick, I guess that's John McCain, and a narcissist in cinema. So you see how this works, right? When the late John McCain bucked his own party, he was a maverick. He helped save Obamacare. That made him iconic. That made him courageous with that vote. But when Kristen Cinema bucks her own party, she's a reckless narcissist trying to destroy democracy. Social media, I think, has uh, ignited tensions in this country where people are now acting in real life like they do on Twitter, where they just yell at people right away. Poor Shannon Bream, I read on Twitter, she was actually attacked, uh, you know, verbally anyway. She was trying to get her coffee at, at, at a local uh, barista. When she grabbed the wrong that, yeah. coffee, a guy just started screaming at her. That's Shannon Bream. Uh, she's not really evil, Shannon Bream. She's a nice person. The, the point is that more and more people, civility is out the window, and we go right to the screaming part. And look, when the President of the United States dismisses the harassment of Kirsten Cinema in this case, uh, where he says, oh, it happens to everyone. He says it with a smile. He says it's part of the process. Uh, he could have brought down the temperature here and defended a female senator, one from his own party, no less. Uh, but instead, the unity president uh, dropped the ball on that one. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. 
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. You know, my tweet I, earlier I said doesn't have uh, Frank Musker on the show. And I was looking for cold pictures of him on the web. And I thought I found the coolest picture, and I put it up, and I just realized somebody told me that I think that's Randy Rhodes. <laughs> so I just deleted the tweet. He's already been on anyway, and it was a nice interview. He's a Tottenham man, but yeah, I think the... It was Devin who pointed that out. I'm pretty sure that is Randy Rhodes. So that's my bad. That's what I get for believing the internet. The internet. By the way, uh, doctors have been around forever. And the internet's been around for, I don't know, I guess 20 years, 20 plus years. Who do you trust? The internet? I don't know. What does that mean, Rick? It don't mean nothing about nothing about nothing about nothing about nothing. Need to talk about the uh, wild card game <clears throat> last night and the wild card game tonight and how it went down and who went this, that, one way or the other. We'll get into it and uh, we'll also uh, get the selections as well. I went, you know, when the um, when we heard it was going to be at Fenway, didn't you just kind of think that the Red Sox were going to win? You know, I was. I picked the Yankees just because, you know, Cole against Evaldi, I just like that matchup better. But, uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, <clears throat> the uh, the way that uh, that game was dominated. I mean, look at Schwarber. That guy just rakes. That that home run he hit, that ball was up at his letters. You're, you are not supposed to be able to catch up to a fastball like that. That's why these guys just, I'm in awe of these guys. That you can take a Garrett Cole fastball basically at your nipples and get around on it and uh, and hit it out. It's pretty interesting. The Dodgers, big news too. Clayton Kershaw is out for the entire playoffs, which is another huge thing as well. All right, we'll talk about it. Everything on your mind, what you got, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Angie's List is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, Ted, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, always great to welcome the hilarious comedian Ari Shafir, one of our favorites, and when he's in San Francisco, he's been in studio with us several times. We love getting him on the horn when we can, and we have him right now. Ari, welcome to the show, my man, and um, I think what a lot of people might not know about you is that when the pandemic hit, 
you took off. You took off to Central America, and you were living large. I mean, how how hard was it to come home after all that? It was so hard, dude. It was so hard. When they said stuff was opening up again, I was like, damn, I don't want this to end. <laughs> you know, fun. You know, Joe List posted the video of uh, you guys chasing that horse down the street and uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to corral it. I mean, is that the kind of thing? Did we let a neighbor. Yeah, we let a neighbor's horse out by accident. <laughs> and then, and then we did not have to corral a horse. It's two, two dorks just trying to corral a horse, and we're both frightened of it. And so we're just kind of like trying to get behind it. <laughs> we could like cut through the trees and try to get around it. <laughs> this horse is out powering us by a lot. Who was that? Henna Raw, uh, right? What's that? Oh, yeah, General, the horse General. General. <laughs> Um, so it, it, what was that like to just, uh, were you embraced? I mean, were you just living on your, your nest egg? How did you pull that all off? Yeah. I mean, it was cheap, dude. So everything was shutting down. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't know. I like traveling. So I was like, let me just get out of here. <laughs> it seemed like there was not much stand up going to go on in New York. You don't live in New York, dude. We live like rats there. <laughs> no one should live like the way they do. Except the only reason is because Broadway and stand up and restaurants and stuff. And that's all shut down, and then you go right back to your rat's nest apartment. So that was frightening. So, yeah, I took off. Um, I, it was cheap once you got there. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I do remember, speaking of and, uh, of Joe List as well, there was a video of you in the uh, in the park doing yoga uh, with him. So that, I guess that's your escape, because I, I always hear you and him, you're, you're trying to organize lots of picnics and stuff out there. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm a full yoga instructor. I'm a yogi. Uh, a lot of these yoga instructors in America, they're fake. I studied in India. So um, I'm, I've reached enlightenment, and I can pass that on to my students. Uh, I'm the one true yogi on the Internet. All the others are simply yoga instructors. <laughs> Good stuff. I, 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 I did see recently in uh, Samaril's uh, doc, Full Capacity, and you were in like a Budweiser or a Coors shirt or, or something stand there with, uh, with Mark Norman. Um, do, do you, when those things come out, do you say, oh, I can't wait to watch it? Or do you, have you ever even watched it yet? The documentary? Dude, yeah. I, I don't watch any of those stand-up stuff because I'm so afraid they're going to get it wrong and it's going to annoy me. <laughs> it's like, I know what goes on, you know? So it's like, I'm, I mean, I might watch it to see how it was done, but like, oh, anything like that, any movie on stand-up, Punchline, or what was that other one, Funny People? I can't watch that stuff. Yeah. I didn't even watch a documentary about the comedy store. Oh, that's good. The Mike Binder one. And you're in, heard. you're in that. Yeah, I guess I am. But like, <laughs> but like, but it, oh, I don't know. I know one uh, one little part. I'm gonna nitpick to death. I'm gonna make me so mad. It's probably like a nine nine out of a hundred. It'll just make me so mad. So I just don't watch them. But I'm glad they're being made. <laughs> but it's Sam. It's not like I made it and I have an idea of comedy. Is Sam made it? He knows what he's talking about, right? Yeah, I'm sure. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll watch it. All right. <laughs> You're like, all right, yeah, I need to change your mind. A um, couple more questions for uh, Ari Shafir. I just started watching Squid Show. I got no time for documentaries. <laughs> Tiger King was got started to get fake. I yeah, Squid Show's kind of like our Korean Tiger King. We're all going to watch it, aren't we? We're going to watch it, for sure. No doubt. Yeah. I know that you also... What's that? We got a money heist. I. You know what? I was able to avoid money heist. Oh. Yeah, watch it. Except only whenever there's piano playing, whenever they get melodramatic, nobody can do it. So just fast forward. 
to 15 <laughs> seconds, fast forward. Every time you hear a piano, just fast forward 15 seconds, 15 seconds until you're done with piano. You don't have to hit any of that. The rest is all good money heisting. Okay, good. That's like, I always felt like I love The Sopranos, but I always wanted to fast forward through Dr. Melfi's uh, psychology visits. Yeah. What are we doing here? Go back to killing mobsters. <laughs> no doubt. I know you're yeah, a huge I'm fan. i to get rid of that. Yeah, I know you're a huge fan of the punchline out here, and I remember I had you on when it looked like it was going to be closing, and uh, you were you know you know one of those guys like uh, W. Kamal Bell and Chappelle and the other guys who were really trying to uh, to keep it open. So, uh, and it stayed open in its same spot. You yeah, guys were doing now. yeah, you're able to pull it off. So uh, I was just looking at some of your dates. When are you coming back? I'm trying to schedule right now. They think maybe think me the House of Fine Arts, but I'm thinking maybe go back to punchline. Yeah, well, I mean... Because you're right. It's so great. It was almost gone. Palace of Fine Arts is pretty cool. That's where Letterman had his show when he came out here. Really? Yeah. Well, that's actually kind of... that's actually kind of better. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it doesn't have the same low ceiling and everything. It's it is a theater, but the the you know in the where the marina and by the bridge and the the fountains, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd sign oh, yeah. up. I'd sign up for that. Maybe one. I'll do that. I always think it's cool too that you're you're the the one guy you're you know you're a New York guy and and I always you know look forward to if, if I go to the strip or the cellar or something I I hope I you know see you there but you're also a store guy not not too many people are like a New you're York bone, guy dog. you're you're, you're, you're an L A guy too in a way when you talk about comedy L A born and bred I just live in New York. <laughs> but, uh, I'm a New Yorker now, but I'm an LA comic, born and bred. I started in LA. They made me. I'm an LA comic. The New Yorkers hate it sometimes. I'll go into a long story and they're like, "Why jokes ten seconds?" <laughs> I'm like, "Because I'm an LA boy." <laughs> what was that like too? With um, you know the with Mitzi and 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 Polly. I mean, you basically almost became a member of their family. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. She was a uh, man. She was nuts. That lady. <laughs> but she'd always get me food on Christmas. I worked on Christmas because I was the only Jew on the phone staff, and she'd always like it was the only time she would like to just send over food. It was nice of her, but <laughs> she, yeah, whatever. She was nice. But she tortured us though. I like it. Jeff Altman told the story back in the day that he went up to her and said, "I can make some funny noises." He was just in the crowd, and she goes, "Go ahead, try it." That's how he got his start, but but for no. your, your yeah for your generation you had to be a door, wow. doorman and everything right yeah dude twenty five bucks for a whole shift which is seven p.m. to two thirty a.m. <laughs> highly illegal <laughs> what they paid us and we just did it oh my god yeah Cal- got a rate of six bucks an hour <laughs> dude twenty five bucks a shift we didn't even consider it no smoke breaks although we took a lot of smoke breaks anyway uh-huh. we didn't do a good job in fairness. <laughs> We were not qualified to even be door guys. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is that, uh, you know, California has these laws where if you're an unpaid intern after a certain amount of time, you're an employee. It's like, I don't know how she got away with that in California. She used a grandfather clause to do everything. <laughs> like, never do wiring. <laughs> everything was falling apart. <laughs> she was like, oh, grandfather clause. And they're like, all right. <laughs> all right. It was you- wild back then. We were barely afloat financially. <laughs> And uh, you're doing a show coming up with uh, with Shane Gillis? Oh, yeah, in Houston. Secret show. It's part of Skankfest. It's not associated anywhere with Skankfest. It's the best show at Skankfest. It's already been sold out. But I like to promote it. One dollar from every ticket will go to NAMBLA in honor of Luis <laughs> Gomez, the big supporter of NAMBLA. One dollar from every ticket. 
it is sold out, but I would like to say great job on presenting the check to uh, Nambla on behalf of Lewis Gomez at that show. Me and Shane Gill's doing it. Best show at Skankfest, not associated with Skankfest. I always heard that Lewis J. Gomez might be the one guy who would actually punch you, though. Like, you're kind of scared. He's like street Porter, <laughs> Puerto Rican guy, right? <laughs> he knows he's going to jail. Yeah. There's no way that guy can handle this. Wow, the National Association of Man-Boy Love. It's I haven't heard that since the 90s, I don't think. Oh, dude, I didn't even know what that was. I just knew he was a big supporter of it. That's what it is? Oh, my God. Wow. Well, <laughs> rules are rules. So that's what he wants to charity debate. So be it. All right, for more dates, and if Ari's coming near you, go to the website, AriTheGreat.com. Hey, Ari, man, always love having you on. And when you, when you I'll come be back to, I'll be back there next year, for sure. Yeah, I would love to have you in studio, my man. Okay, for sure. All right, good stuff. Ari Shafir, everyone. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. 
you could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> Must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. This is what had happened. Hey, hey, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. We have open lines the rest of the way. Uh, Robert in Michigan said he could, uh, in the interview, he could hear me, but he couldn't hear the guests. Is there any way that can possibly happen with our signal path? Uh, that was with the uh, the Skype guy. So I don't know how that worked, but uh, Robert, thanks for letting me know. Um, I'm getting the program in my ear, so I don't know how that worked. I think he was referring, Dominic, to the Skype guy uh, from uh, England. So <clears throat> we'll see. I think we got Ari on the phone, but that might have been uh, one of the deals. All right, so the Yankees uh, baseball season is over. And it was really kind of a snoozer. It was over relatively early. The Yankees, couple of solo shots, but going down 6-2. And uh, Aaron Judge, after the game, said, we just didn't get the job done. What else is he going to say, right? But Boone went on. We've got to keep working individually and as a team. There's a lot of things that we need to continue to work on and continue to to improve to push us to the next level. So I guess it's back to the drawing board. Yikes. You only go back to the drawing board. Do you know what that saying means? That's a architectural saying. Going back to the drawing board means you're getting new plans. Now, here's the thing. Aaron Boone has been the manager for four years now and he's gone to the playoffs all four years which is good but he's 11 and 11 in the playoffs and they have not won a pennant in those four years now for the A's they'd be throwing a parade we went to the playoffs four years in a row literally that would be doing Billy Bean and Billy We Trust, baby. Yeah, because you got us to the playoffs four years in a row. I can't believe it. Fum, 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 f
a lot of sound effects a day, and I'm not even using this. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was like, I, I have this dumb thing with me every day, and I was putting it down. <laughs> and I hit that button, and uh, it scared me. Okay. Jeez, that's a long one. How long is that one, Rick? Let's check. One, two, three, four, five. Damn. All right. <clears throat> Rick, I liked it better when we had guests on Skype we couldn't hear. Well, we're trying. I'm trying to bring it to you. But here's the thing. The Yankees were uh, supposed to win the division. Tampa Bay had lost Snell, and they weren't going to, how could they do it again? They got to 92 wins. Remember that sweep at Fenway just less than two weeks ago? But they did not get that uh, postseason berth till the last day of the season. Remember, scratching and kicking and, and uh, you know, crawling and Ursula flying into the dugout, just, you know, great plays all over. Glaber Torres diving into the gap, saving two runs. We're here. Two days later, nope. Well, the pitching was excellent all year, despite the COVID outbreaks that affected the team, despite people getting hurt. They were third in the league in ERA, where the Yankees greatly underperformed as an offense. They were 18th in runs scored per game in the bigs. That's the bottom half. The defense was not great. The base running, very suspect as well. So, as is the case, in every year the New York Yankees don't win the World Series, there are going to be questions about significant shakeups and changes. Now, they've resisted some of that. But another quick October exit, and this is quick as it comes. And number one is, what is Aaron Boone's future? You didn't win the World Series and your manager of the Yankees. Your team underperformed. And now four straight years, four straight postseason exits. And when someone asked Aaron Boone before the wild card game, are you worried about your job? Is that something that keeps you up at night? Do you care? He said, I really don't. I'm sure my faith has something to do with it. My family, this is my livelihood. This has been a huge part of my life. I love it. It means a lot to me. But at the end, it's not everything. Wow. Almost sounds like you knew you were going. Brian Cashman has backed Boone consistently. And remember, Brian Cashman got rid of Joe Girardi, who did win a World Series. But Brian Cashman not only has backed him publicly, he has said things like, he'll be here another 10 years. Hal Steinbrenner said, no one works harder and he said the, uh, the, the blame is squarely on the players here. Steinbrenner said, myself, Cashman, Boone, the coaches, we're responsible, but make no mistake about it. In my opinion, the majority of the responsibility, whether it's the inconsistent offense or bad base running, that responsibility lies with the players. They're the ones on the field. Sometimes players get bent out of shape by comments like that, but that one is absolutely true. And that shouldn't hurt them too much unless they're babies. But 
so the indications are they don't blame Boone. Uh, and they don't blame Boone outside of a few shoulder sh- uh, shruggers, which you're going to have as a manager. But you could say there are some young players that have regressed under Boone. And after hiring, hiring Boone, remember what it was? It was the ability to fully engage, communicate, and connect with the personnel. You know, they wanted him to, to say, hey, I liked your post on Snapchat, Clint Frazier. I really liked your TikTok dance, Gary Sanchez. Hey, what a cool tweet, Senor Glaber Torres. But <clears throat> does that reflect on the manager? Do you hold him to that? I remember I used to work with a guy that does this, and he said <clears throat> that his boss wasn't making him better. And I said, your boss isn't making you better. You're in the big leagues, dude. You're in San Francisco. You're in the fifth market. You're in the show. So you, you got to be good now. If you want to get better, don't look to your, to your boss because that's a guy who probably wanted to do this and wasn't good enough. Why would you look to him? That's not his job. That's one thing I hate about sports is when people say, he doesn't make the other players around him better. Oh, he doesn't. Is he the personnel guy? But here's the thing. Boone's contract is up this offseason, and the Yankees could just move on. That's what they did with Joe Torre. Contract was up. You don't get a new one. That's what they did with Joe Girardi. Contract is up. See you later. So they're not going to be firing Boone. They can just walk away. Walk away. Walk away. You might remember when Joe Girardi was out, the Yankees asked the A's about Bob Melvin. And the A's said no. They could ask again. I don't know. But when when the Yankees were really sucking in the middle of the summer and Cashman and Steinbrenner were supporting him, they really, it seemed sincere to me. It did. But you could also say, look, we're the Yankees. That's four years. And we have not you have not become the top-tier manager we thought you would be. You know, Kevin Cash is a better manager than you. And I doubt he makes anything what Aaron Boone makes. You can just look in your own division. You know, Alex Cora has a World Series ring. Another former player. He's better than you. Um, <clears throat> you know, you can look at Charlie Montoya. He's close. So Boone said, quote, obviously my contract is up and I haven't had any conversations with anyone about that. So we'll see. I love being here. I love going to work with this group and love going to work with this group of players, but we'll see. That's something at least I'll give the A's. They never let Melvin get to that point. When he was going into a lame duck year, they locked him up. That's when you usually do it. You don't usually have lame duck years. But uh, if your team plays like lame ducks, yeah. Like I said, in Oakland, 92 wins, going to the playoffs. That's all we need. In New York, that's a failure. Talk more about it on the other side. Come on back.
there's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Hey, thanks for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 
We got a game coming up in the National League tonight. The National League wild card. Will the Los Angeles Dodgers throw away a season in which they won 106 games without winning one playoff game? And uh, that's what it's all about. Because if they lose, that'll be the case. And that obviously will be the first time in uh, Major League history that a team has won 106 games and then played one playoff game, (laughs) which would be pretty amazing. But I'm talking a little bit about what's going to happen in the Bronx. And you actually could think, you know, what's going to happen with with Aaron Judge. And if you look at the numbers, this was his best year since he was a rookie. First of all, he avoided getting hurt. He did have 10 days on the COVID list, but a 287 hitter with 39 home runs, his lowest strikeout rate, 25%. And... By the way, 25% is one of the lowest numbers in Major League Baseball this year. That tells you how many how much people strike out, one in every four at-bats. If you're into uh, WAR, he was eighth at all, play, all position players at a 5.9. He had 98 RBI, 39 home runs, and six steals, too. A guy that huge... To be a 287 hitter is uh, is amazing. But he's going into his last arb year. And I don't know if you know this about the new New York Yankees. The new new. The new new is in Teletubbies. Tinky Winky Dipsy. La la po. The Yankees aren't big on extensions. And some teams are very aggressive of locking up their best players to long-term contracts, as we've seen. But the Yankees, the last six extensions they've get given to players who had an Arbier left. Aaron Hicks, two years ago, they thought he was the guy. And they gave him a seven-year contract for $70 million. That was with one... That was in his last Arbier. And for him, you know, it, it looks like a bargain. If Aaron Hicks was going to be what everybody thought he was going to be, $10 million a year is nothing. And, of course, he's going to sign that. That was the exact same time two years ago they locked up Luis Severino. Luis Severino was in his second year in the bigs. He was a year away for even being ARB eligible. And they gave him four years for 40 mil, which is much more than the 500 k he could have made, but what they did was they bought out his arbitration years for $10 million a year, basically. It's great business, and if you're Luis Severino, you get $40 million. But somebody would say, oh, dummy, you could have got this or that. I think it's a good deal. The, the one dumb thing they did was when Brett Gardner had a year left, they gave him $52 million for four years. I can't believe that guy is still on the team. <laughs> Robinson Cano, they gave him an extension um, after just his sophomore year. He was still at minimum wage. They bought out his Arbiers. Um, 
They did the same thing with uh, Javier Vasquez. And then, of course, the biggest deal of all, when he was going to be a free agent in a year, that, of course, was Derek Jeter. And that was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, do you know what they gave Derek Jeter 20 years ago? 10-year contract for $189 million. So when uh, Judge was asked by the New York Post last month, you guys talk about a long-term contract here. He said, no, we haven't. The ball is kind of in their court. I'm just a player. I just do my job every day. I'm not going to go running to anybody and say, let's talk about this. That's their job to do. That's what they get paid for. I'm getting paid to be out here on the field, end quote. Yeah, I, yeah I'm proud of that guy. That's, ex- that's exactly what I would say, too, if I was in that position. If you want me, then come and get me. I'll never forget with uh, Josh Willingham in Oakland who, even on a cold, freezing night at the Coliseum, he still hit a ball 15 rows into the seats. He just was a, a power hitter that they really needed. And he was, a uh, he, after being in, in Florida and I think he was a national too, he loved the Bay area wherever he moved in Arinda or wherever it was, Lafayette, his Blackhawk. That's back when I used to be in the clubhouse all the time. I hung out in that clubhouse probably so much that I have no desire to ever go back in. <laughs> but it, I used to talk to Josh Willingham all the time and, He's such a good guy, and John Baker loved the guy from their time together with the Marlins, and he told me that I was going to love Josh Willingham. <clears throat> and I loved him as a uh, a player. I remember the sign, Compliant Pork Willingham. But uh, I'll never forget when it got down to the nitty-gritty, and he publicly said, I love it here in Oakland. I want to sign an extension. And we were sitting... Uh, he was sitting at his locker, and I remember he had his uh, his shirt off. He was just bare-chested sitting there, and I came over to him, and I said, so have they talked to you yet about an extension? And he went, no. And he looked down. I said, they didn't say a word? He goes, they haven't said a word. And he just looked so dejected. I thought, God, this guy actually wants to stay in Oakland? Everybody else wants to get the hell out, and he's good, He's a good guy. He hits. He leads the team in home runs. It's just one of countless cases like that with the A's. But that's the thing. That's the front office's job to do. You want me? Come and tell me. And that's the same <clears throat> as Aaron Judge has said. Now, there's there are easy reasons to come up why you want to extend Judge. And, of course, naysayers will always say why you shouldn't want to hold on to the guy. Number one would be he's going to be 30 next year and he does have a pretty long injury history. And uh, why do we want to buy a guy like that who's just going to decline? Well, the numbers say that he's not declining whatsoever. The Yankees also could just consider, like they have four players they owe almost $100 million to until 2025. And there's also a case that they're going to go after Corey Seager and give him all the money because he's only 27. But 
look, as as good as Judge is, Judge is not going to get $300 million. He's not even going to get $200 million. What you can kind of look like look at in comparison is if you look at George Springer, who's a different type of player because George Springer can lead off. George Springer is a home run hitter. He's a postseason hero. He's a great defensive outfielder. But he signed a six-year, $150 million contract at the age of 31. So if you just want to compare outfielders, and it's not a – benchmark that is excellent if you look at injury histories and things like that. But I think that's kind of the ballpark. I think that's the extension Judge would be looking at. A George Springer, six-year, 150. But, I mean, if you're the Yankees, to sign Judge to a lifetime deal and stop pretending the luxury tax is more than just pocket change. But, you know, I heard someone say, well, they can give that money to Juan Soto. Juan Soto is going into his first arbitration year. You're going to have to wait three years for him. But Judge, after the game last night, they lost. And New York Post asked him about it. He said, I want to be a Yankee for life. I want to wear the pinstripes for the rest of my career. You never know what the future holds for you. Whatever happens on the flip side with contracts and trades that are out of my control. That's a little more emphatic. But you look at the infield now. You, you, you could argue the Yankees need a, an entire new, entire new midfield. Sanchez rebounded from that bad year he had last year, not to his all-star form. But here's a playoff game, and Kyle Higashioka is starting over him because it's Cole's pitcher. But the Yankees, at just about every position, were in the middle of the pack. Luke Voigt, persistent knee injury. First base was a black hole until they got Anthony Rizzo. DJ LeMahieu was, you know, MVP getter, voter uh, in, in 19 and 20, and then in uh, hit 362. Torres, 12 home runs in 169 games after hitting 38 in just one season before that. But LeMahieu's not going anywhere. He signed a long-term contract. And Glaber Torres did better in the second half, and he's 24 years old. That'd be stupid to sell low on him. Voight is a non-tender candidate just because the knee problem, and Rizzo's the first baseman now. He's 31 years old. But the Yankees do, you know, they they pick up those trade deadline guys, and then they extend them like Zach Britton, Jay Hab, Chase Headley, people like that as well. Um, there's also a rumor that the Yankees are going to make a push to trade for Matt Olson. I've always said, when is Matt Olson going to be on the Yankees? When is he going to the Yankees? But uh, I think probably my favorite rumor to the Yankees is Buster Posey, free agent, going to the Yankees. The Giants have not extended him yet. But here's the thing. The Giants treat Buster Posey like Joe Lacob treats Steph Curry. They're not going to let him go anywhere. They're just not. They don't they don't they've they've drafted catchers with their first round picks the last couple of years, but they're not they're not going to let him go. But uh, you know, shortstop, I mentioned Seaver, you got Javier Baez out there, Carlos Correa's out there, Trevor Story. Remember they tried to trade for Story at the deadline. 
Um, but then, you know, you, you look at the money they spend. They gave Garrett Cole the, the biggest contract in the history of, of pitchers, and it's, an, it's a one-day one one day deal, you know. Can you get it done? And, uh, and he didn't get it done. On that day, he wasn't better. And I picked him because Cole versus Evaldi. And Evaldi, man, that funky weirdo delivery. It just had them, had the Yankees all over the place. All right, is everybody worried about the Yankees? Didn't think so. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. 
That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Hey, uh, thank you for that. Uh, before we go to hour three, and uh, we might have Monroe and Martin, the comedian. We'll see. We will have Carol Callen from the United States Women's Basketball uh, in about 45 minutes. Uh, the New York Mets, of course, are on a prowl uh, for their new baseball ops. And um, we've heard some names like Billy Bean because of the Sandy Alderson connection. Uh, we've also heard Theo Epstein, of course, who won the World Series with the Cubs and the Red Sox. Getting rid of the two, getting rid of the curse of the Bambino and the curse of the goat. Not bad. But <clears throat> per the um, uh, Sports New York reporter Andy Martino, he says today that uh, Steve Cohen, the Mets owner, had a uh, conversation with Epstein and says uh, that this was the not, not the right opportunity for him. Hmm. This all stems because of past hires. Brody Van Wagenen, the agent who is a GM, hit the road. Jared Porter fry, uh, fired before he could oversee a game because of the uh, harassment of a female reporter. Interim manager Zach Scott, uh, late in the season, got a DUI. And um, it probably was unlikely he was going to stay there uh, anyway. But one of the biggest considerations with uh, Alderson um, is, of course, the what the power would be. So if Bean came in, Alderson would still be making the calls. So I think that's probably why Theo Epstein, who's like, I don't say, I don't, I don't answer to anyone. Do you, have you looked at my CV? And, of course, the Mets, you know, Marcus Stroman's a free agent. Noah Syndergaard's a free agent. they got to figure out what they're doing with their rotation as well. But Theo Epstein will not be going to Queens. We have another hour together. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The CIA has called on its operatives around the world to step up their operational security after dozens of informants have been arrested, killed, or otherwise compromised in recent years. A memo was sent last week from top U.S. counterintelligence officials to every station worldwide. Some of the problems are poor tradecraft, underestimating the counterintelligence prowess of foreign agencies, and focusing on recruitment without paying proper attention to potential risks, the normally secret memo explained. 
Parents and politicians are slamming the Department of Justice decision to bring the FBI to investigate threats against school personnel. Parents are not happy with these teachers for forcefully pushing the one-sided critical race theory. Former Department of Justice spokesperson Ian Pryor on Fox News. What is harassment? Is that, hey, I'm going to show up at a school board meeting and talk about what you're doing and hold you accountable. Is that harassment? Is that what Merrick Garland is going to go after? USA Radio News. On January 29th of last year, I was a stroke victim, but some patients can't even get the proper medication because of stringent insurance practices. Doctor, doesn't seem like America, does it? No, it does not. And first of all, I'm very sorry that you had that experience. Uh, it is not like America. This is not the way it should be. PCSK9 inhibitors, which were uh, released and approved rather by the FDA in 2015, the summer of 2015, uh, have experienced uh, unprecedented barriers for access by the payers of the insurance companies. They're human monoclonal antibodies made by an immortal cell line. They're not little drugs that are just punched out on an assembly line. Wow. Um, but what I can tell you is this, that uh, the PCSK9 inhibitors um, clearly lower LDL cholesterol effectively. I mean, that has been well documented. If you think you have a heart problem, what's the best thing to do? Oh, my God. If you think you have a heart problem, talk to your doctor. The numbers of the nation's nuclear warheads ready for deployment were announced recently. Chris Barnes from the New England USA Radio News Bureau has the details. For the first time since 2018, the U.S. is revealing the size of the nation's nuclear stockpile, at least as of September of 2020. The National Nuclear Security Association says in a report that as of then, the nation had 3,750 warheads. The agency adding that number was nearly a 90% reduction in the stockpile's peak from over 31,000 in fiscal year 1967. When the feds last disclosed the number in the stockpile, the country had more than 3,800 in 2017. Reporting from the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. So that's it, folks. The 2021 New York Yankee season is over after losing Tuesday to the Red Sox 6-2. This is USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. In Arizona, videotaping someone in a bathroom is a felony. No charges have been filed after Senator Kirsten Sinema was videotaped by a socialist Democrat in a bathroom at Arizona State University over the weekend. Journalist from The Hill, Joe Concha, on Fox News, talks about this disturbing trend. The, the New York Times, guys, perfectly encapsulates the, the patent hypocrisy here in a piece that was titled, What's Wrong with Kristen Cinema?" And it says, quote, there is a difference between being a maverick, I guess that's John McCain, and a narcissist in cinema. So you see how this works, right? When the late John McCain bucked his own party, he was a maverick. He helped save Obamacare. That made him iconic. That made him courageous with that vote. But when Kristen Cinema bucks her own party, she's a reckless narcissist trying to destroy 
destroyed democracy. Social media, I think, has uh, ignited tensions in this country where people are now acting in real life like they do on Twitter, where they just yell at people right away. Poor Shannon Bream, I read on Twitter, she was actually attacked, uh, you know, verbally anyway. She was trying to get her coffee at, at, at a local uh, barista. When she grabbed the wrong that, yeah. coffee, a guy just started screaming at her. That's Shannon Bream. Uh, she's not really evil, Shannon Bream. She's a nice person. The, the point is that more and more people, civility is out the window, and we go right to the screaming part. And look, when the president of the United States dismisses the harassment of Kirsten Sinema in this case, uh, it, where he says, oh, it happens to everyone. He says it with a smile. He says it's part of the process. Uh, he could have bought down the temperature here and defended a female senator, one from his own party, no less. Uh, but instead, the unity president uh, dropped the ball on that one. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you. What you got, what you get. We are all here for that. What you got, get. What you get, got, get. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know. We might get a call from Monroe Martin. I don't know. Uh, Carol Callen will be with us a little bit later. Lines are open. I do know that. They're always open. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Um, and at 1140, we're going uh, to have Robert Costa, who has uh, co-authored Peril. Uh, with uh, Bob Woodward. You might remember uh, Bob Woodward, of course. Played by Robert Redford. That's not too bad, like if Billy Bean is, you know, played by Brad Pitt. And then you have Robert Redford. Uh, it's pretty cool. All right. <clears throat> the uh, Indians released some minor leaguers today, and normally that wouldn't make a headline. But they cut Brady Aiken. Brady Aiken hadn't played in two years. He said he was stepping away from baseball in 2019. He came back. You might remember Cleveland took him 17th overall in 2015, but that was a year after he was the number one overall pick, the Southpaw, by the Houston Astros. The Astros had a last-minute concern over his UCL. 
They wanted to renegotiate a lower bonus. They didn't reach an agreement. That all went south. Aiken ended up getting Tommy John surgery, but the next year the Tribe took him anyway in the first round. And he pitched in uh, low A ball three years with a 5.18 ERA. So Aiken now joins Steve Chilcott and Brian Taylor as the only number one overall picks to have not played in a major league game. And that sucks for him. It really does suck. Uh, But uh, anyway, we haven't heard that name in a while. And he's still an extremely young man. And he's got some cash. So look on the bright side. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and get on back for hour three. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. 
Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Great to have you uh, with us. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Last hour, it was great to have New York comedian Ari Shafir. Let's stay with another New York comedian. It's great to have him on. It's Monroe Martin, and uh, he's going to be at Helium, Indianapolis this weekend, the hub city. Get out there and get your tickets, heliumcomedy.com for that. And uh, Monroe, you are not just a New York-based guy. You're you're New York uh, born and bred, right? Do we have Monroe? All right, we'll try. <laughs> I always like it when it's a uh, when it's a dial tone. That's usually works for me. Monroe, do we have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. All righty then. I was just saying, you're you're New York born and bred, aren't you? No, 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 no. I am from Philadelphia. Oh, you're I from Philly. Born and bred, baby. Oh, okay. I live in New York. I've been in New York for ten years. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm staying to peel. Can't shake it. I love Philly. It's just uh, it's a it's a gritty city. I love the history, the the, the narrow, you know, because I'm from uh, the Bay Area and the the skinny streets and the 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 yinglings and uh, when I say Philly to you, a shot in a beer, <laughs> like yeah, I get a shot in a beer, cheese steaks, fist fights over parking spots. Like I get what you're saying when you say Philly grittiness. I remember I went to gyms in the South Philly at like two a.m. and got a cheesesteak and. And it was awful, and I told my Philly friends, and they go, "That's that's just for tourists. Don't go to that place." Oh, uh, where they where they recommend you go? I think it was Nick's. Was that what it was? Yeah, really? <laughs> I would have said Delisandro's or <laughs> or Jim's or something. Nick's? I don't know. That's where I was. Jim's. No, not Jim's. Um, there's another. There's a. There's wait. You went to Jim Steaks. Jim, yeah, it's South Philly. Ah, uh, okay. No, there's another. There's like another gym state in um, in like the Northeast. That's okay. But when I say Northeast, I'm not talking about like nice. I'm talking about like where the meth addicts hang out. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that's so, the best place to get a cheesesteak because where it's dangerous. Wherever you fear for your life is where you should get food. <laughs> and like use that as a use that as like a a mm-hmm. metal detector. It's like if you want to know where to eat in Philly, just go to where your heart starts racing. You go, okay, I think I'm gonna get something to eat here. <laughs> that reminds me, uh, like when uh, Chris Rock said, "If you're on Martin, you know Martin Luther King, a man of peace, but if you're on MLK Street." It's probably not a good neighborhood. You went to MLK High, right? Yeah, I went to MLK High School. Yep. I I, I got a joke that says, um, "My school was not his dream." <laughs> right? And my school was bad. Like, I don't even know why I got sent there. Like the year before I got sent to that school, there was a shooting, and and I remember getting my school clothes, like going school shopping with my foster mom. 
And I'm like, why are we picking out an outfit to go to the worst school in the MPA? Like, like we should be doing something else. Like, you're getting me dressed. This school just went down for a shooting, and I'm picking out a uniform. It felt like I was picking out my suit, like the last suit I was going to be seeing. <laughs> That's not bad. So, you know, I've seen so many comedians try and get past at the cellar. It's almost impossible. Someone's got to wreck you to SD, and then you got to hit it. And so who who recommended you at the cellar, and what was that like when you finally got past? Uh, I, think I, had, I think I had a couple of wrecks. I had, like, Keith Robinson, mm-hmm. Goffrey, yep. Robert. Like, I, had, I think I had um, a couple of people like bring my name up but it was more so of me just hanging out and then while hanging out uh a bunch of stuff just started happening at the same time like i just caught heat and i went from i went from i literally went from like hanging out at the cellar doing last kind flying out to audition for last comic standing getting back to new york and being asked what my avails were so i never it wasn't an audition it was like a hey welcome back what are your avails like that was like the first thing, not the first thing Essie said to me, mm-hmm. but it was like one of the many things. She never really said much to me, but that was the one of many things. She just used to be annoyed that I smiled too much. <laughs> like I smile everywhere I go because I'm a big guy. And I'm like, I don't want to be off-putting. I don't want to come in and be like, what's wrong with this big monster over here? So I always come in smiling. She's always upset. And she never spoke to me. And that was one of the times that she was like, what are your avails? And I was like, huh? She's like, when can you come in to perform? And then <laughs> I gave her my avails and started getting spots. Well, they kind of say... It's different for everyone. Yeah. yeah. They kind of say like, and then with Liz, if Liz gives you crap and, and makes fun of you, that's how you know you're in. Oh, absolutely. Liz, I love Liz. Liz calls us surround sound. It's me and a bunch of other Philly comics and some comics I hang out with that aren't from Philly, but we're just like, like Ari calls us the blacks, like Ari Shafir, he just had him on. He calls us the blacks, because just a bunch of black comics, <laughs> bunny, a funny black comic just running around mobbing in New York. But before we were called the blacks, Liz called us the round sound because we were louder than the people at the back table. Like none of us were passed at that club at this point, but we used to just hang out and then we knew all the comics at the back table, so we would hold court with them. We would be loud and obnoxious and having them laughing. And she'd be like, shut up, surround sound, because like, you can hear us downstairs, you can hear us outside. <laughs> so Liz kind of, like, Liz, Liz is cool with me. Like, she, she's mean to some people, but to me, it's love. I get it. Very cool. Did you see Sam Morrill's doc about uh, full capacity and everybody coming back on YouTube? No, I didn't see it yet. I have to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then, of course, you know, I other places I love going. If you know Gotham, the Fat Black, uh, the Underground, uh, the the Strip, Carolines. Do you have one of those? Yeah. Do you have those? One of those nights, like you know, Mark Norman would tell me, like you know, he's got like six sets, and you're just on the subway or in a cab, like just run into the next one. Absolutely. Like, I do that, but I'm always late. Like, if I get, when I book more than three, I'm late to all of them. Like, I'll make the, I'll make the first one, but the rest of them, like, by the time we get to the fifth one, the sixth is like, hey, man, I can't make it. Can I, can I do it next time? 
Because <laughs> that running around, it's a lot, man. Like the city of New York is back open to that capacity where you can do six spots in a night now and again. You can like run around, but you're going to have to go borough to borough too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you kind of find, last question for you, like those Williamsburg shows, everybody kind of groans, you know, it's kind of like hipster, and they yell out, that's offensive. I mean, do you get those type of crowds? Yeah, and I love it, because I don't want to tell jokes to people who already agree with me. Like, that's not <laughs> fun. I want to, I want, I like talking trash and stuff in front of people who don't agree with what I have to say, because then it make, it forces me to find the funny. And then if I'm making them laugh at something they don't necessarily agree with, then that's better for me. So I like that. I love going into those environments and using words that they don't like and 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 just starting trouble. Because I know I'm not starting trouble. I know I'm trying to be funny with this thing that they should find funny, but they just hold it too close to their heart and they make it this precious thing. So I love it. Very cool. Everybody make sure to check out Monroe Martin the Third down there in the hub city of Indianapolis on Georgia Street. Go to heliumcomedy.com to pick up your tickets this weekend. Monroe, thanks for coming on. If you're ever in uh, San Francisco doing the Punchline or Cobbs, we'd love to have you in studio. I was just there with Che. I didn't know. Yeah, oh, damn. All right, next, yeah, next all right, time, man. for the special. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. You know, over time, you know, the more and more you do something, the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You know, you you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, because I'm so good looking. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Uh, whatever that is. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by uh, Carol Callen, who just recently stepped down after 26 years at the helm of USA basketball's women's national team program and uh, she's here to talk about uh, the uh, new film which is going to be which is out now presented by nike it's called the team for the ages the story of the usa basketball women's national team uh welcome to the show carol really appreciate it when when you sit back and and watch a documentary like this i'm sure your mind is just filled with a million different uh you know, images and, and, and memories. What are a couple of things that really stood out for you in this film? Well, well, hi, Rick, and uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate the time. And, you know, it's interesting, uh, 26 years, you're right, the, the mind is full of memories. But I think what's kind of fun about this documentary is uh, it, it, it absolutely is what we lived. Um, you know, it, it's come full circle in many ways. When I first started in 1995 as an employee, um, Don Staley was the was on that team, and it was her first Olympics, my first Olympics, and you know, it it was just the buildup of everything that now moving forward to now 2020 Olympics, which was played in 2021, and she's still around. Um, so that's one memory is, is all of the time that 
I spent with Don. And then the second thing is, is the players that currently played, uh, the five-time Olympians and gold medalists, Dawn and Sue, that have carried that mantle that Dawn and, and her teammates started in 1996. In 1996, there were only two Olympic veterans, Therese Edwards and Katrina McLean, and there were 10 newcomers. To now this team had six newcomers and six veterans. So it, it's interesting to watch other teams that have had more of the the experienced players on it, but they were so completely different in many ways as you went along because this year we had COVID. And I think that was somewhat obvious by the fact that all you saw was us in the practice court <laughs> and in the arena, and that was it because that's the only places we could go. But the results were the same because that culture along the way has just been been taken to an absolute extreme now with with Sue and Diana as leaders. Yeah, no doubt. And, and of course, Don Staley, the head coach. What is it like for you as just a competitor where you can have no excuse for losing? I mean, we get that with the men's basketball team, but it's, I think, even more so uh, for the women. And as you know, through the years, well, we don't have, you know, complete parity worldwide, there have been a lot of countries that have come by, uh, double entendre intended, by leaps and bounds. They're much better now. But if the USA women go to the Olympics and don't win a gold medal, heads will roll. What is it like when you literally have to win no matter what, no excuses? I think all of us love it, quite honestly. Uh, I've been a part of just a few teams that have not played in those gold medal games at any age. Um, and I've been a part of a couple of teams that didn't even make the semifinals. Uh, and and it's, just, it's depressing in the hotels when everybody else is still getting ready to go play games and you're limping on the way home. Um, so I think we love being in that position. We know we have the best players. We know we have great coaches. And we should be in that position. Now, let me just take you down memory lane a little bit the reason we put this national team program together back in 95 which is again where Don Staley started uh, was because we hadn't won we didn't win in 92 in Barcelona we didn't win in 94 at the world championship and if you even go beyond that we yes we won in 88 um in 84 we won that was the boycott year. We didn't go in 80. And in 76, we were civil medalists. So so it, it's really interesting because the parody was there before 96. Hmm. And then we just became dominant because we took it seriously. We took the amount of time and energy necessary. No longer did we just sort of show up for the games. And even leading into this year, we had an expand, what we called an expanded program. Uh, basically two years ago, two and a half years ago, Sue and Diana kind of came and said, hey, you know, we think the investment maybe hasn't been there and we need to put it back in. Because of playing overseas, because of the WNBA, our players hadn't devoted that time and energy to the national team program. And we thought, they thought, and we agreed, we needed to get that back together. And so we had extra extra games, extra training camps, extra competitions uh, in 2019-2020, and then COVID hit. And so we had to kind of gear that back up again and started in February of 2021. So we were together again 
with the need to, to gel. Uh, however, as you could see in that, in that documentary, uh, when we got together in July, it was the first time that that 12 set of players um, practiced together. You know, yes, over the course of time, they're in our program a lot. They, you know, once Don Staley was named the coach in 2017, then we had a lot of training camps, and it's important to familiarize yourself with what the coach wants. But it's really hard to try and get each other on the same page when you're not out there going through the reps. And so what you saw initially with the two games that we played against the All-Stars in Australia, we were trying to find our way. And, um, and fortunately, we've got great players that understand how this works, and they found their way really, really well once we got to Japan. Very cool. One last question for you. Since you've started, things have changed with social justice and just, you know, BLM, Me Too, other things. And we saw in the WNBA with the Loeffler situation, you know, wearing some shirts, you know, for votes in a, in a Senate race. It's, it's a different type of independence. It's a different type of independent female athlete. It's a, it's a different world. So how have you guys adjusted to the way athletes were looked at in the 90s to the, the more independent athlete of today? I think there's, uh, I think that our, our head coaches have always understood uh, when you are leading women, and in some cases they're not that much younger than you, uh, there's a respect. And so, again, in the documentary, you saw Diana and Sue during practices, you maybe didn't see it during games. Uh, it's hard to get that Olympic footage, but when you're but when you're around the bench, you hear them talking, and, and there's a real respect, coach to player for basketball. What has really taken a leap is, as you said, they found their voice with social justice issues, with the way they want to be treated. And again, you know, two and a half years ago, I'll go back to that when Sue and Diana first came to us and said, what do you guys think? We went, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's design it. And, and as we designed that expanded program, you know, there were many times where I would talk to the, to the players and see what they thought. Uh, not that, that they completely dictate things because they don't want that either. But in terms of having a respect for what they've been through, uh, their experiences, and having their voice. And I, and I thought it was, was really interesting uh, that that permeated down to younger players as well in colleges. And those, those kinds of things, I think, again, there's a mutual respect when you're really talented and you're really trying to do something together. They can't just be the conversation is one way. And, and that is, I think, what we're seeing now more than ever. Great stuff from Carol Callen, reminding everybody to check out A Team for the Ages, the story of the USA Basketball Women's National Team. And uh, it uh, has aired already, but you can uh, get it on demand, uh, I believe, on NBA TV. Carol, thank you so much for your time and, uh, and all the success you had with, uh, with Team USA. really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Rick. I also enjoyed it. Appreciate it as well. No problem at all. And when you look at what Carol, uh, I mean, Carol Callen was hired, and what did she do in those 26 years? Seven straight Olympic gold medals. And you know what? When she said, take you down memory lane, I forgot <laughs> that the USA 
did not win the gold medal. I just uh, assumed, and I would imagine that was the Soviet Union uh, back then. I don't even need to look it up. I'm pretty positive it had to be the uh, the Soviet Union or East Germany, one of those Eastern Bloc countries. But uh, I was going to ask her about. I, have, I had about I don't know twelve more questions for her. Pretty fascinating, pretty fascinating woman. And as I mentioned, very very successful. What do you do? You go to seven Olympics, you get seven gold medals. I think that's. I think you you earned your pay. <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back with Robert Costa. the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We're trying to hook up with uh, Robert Costa, and uh, when we do it, we will definitely throw him on the air. We have a wild card game tonight in the National League, and um, someone who knows about being a hero in October is Albert Pujols. He will be going to Cooperstown, and uh, he also was the most valuable player of the NLCS back in 2004. Uh, He hit uh, four home runs as the uh, Cardinals beat the Astros in seven games. You might remember that. And then the very next year, that epic game-winning home run off uh, Brad Lidge at uh, Minute Maid, or maybe it was still Enron at the time. That's probably still... Bouncing around those train tracks uh, up there, but in uh, the World Series, he has a 968 OPS. He has helped the Cardinals win two titles. This time, it's different, though, because when Pujols was heroic for the Cardinals, it was because of everyone expecting him to be hero of the Cardinals, and he came through. But now, after the Angels cut him, Near the end of his 10-year, $240 million contract, he is preparing tonight for the National League wildcard game against his old team. He has been productive with the Dodgers. He has hit 12 home runs. But at 41 years of age, he is, of course, a shadow of his former self at the plate. Max Muncy is out with an elbow injury, and the start to pull holes is still not a certainty. We don't have the lineups yet, but there is a, a, a chance that Cody Bellinger, who of course is a former MVP of, uh, as well, it could be a guy named Matt Beatty. Bellinger uh, was hurt, and on the year, Bellinger is hitting 165. The Dodgers would prefer to keep Bellinger in center field, his natural position where he's good. But this guy, Beatty, who only had 82 plate appearances with a 225 average, and he has started exactly one game at first base. The reason that he is under consideration is because he is a left-handed hitter. And uh, the Cardinals with uh, Wainwright, of course, is a righty. 
So Dave Roberts uh, yesterday was asked about it. He said, quote, we've got some options, but I'm going to think about it for another 24 hours. So we'll keep our eye on that. And that is one of, of course, the very uh, coolest uh, parts and storylines of tonight's game. All right. We do have our uh, guest right now. It is reporter and author Robert Costa, who co-wrote with Bob Woodward, a brand new book called Peril. And uh, Peril uh, is from Simon & Schuster. And uh, this is all about what happened on January 6th, as we all shockingly watched that insurrection attempt on our Capitol Robert, welcome to the show. And of course, when we say Bob Woodward, we think Washington Post, something of that you are a member as well. And I remember that the Washington Post was singled out time and time again by Donald Trump. And you guys were the main purveyors of the fake news, <laughs> according to him. What was that like to have that rep- that relationship with the president of the United States who was constantly calling you guys fake? Good to be with you. I- I've covered Trump for over a decade, and I've learned to not react, to just keep doing the job, because I don't want to be painted as a political actor in the American democratic scene. It's, you, the press is the fourth estate mm-hmm. to stay in that reporting zone, vigorous, holding people accountable, but not starting to be defensive when people are yelling fake news or anything else, but just to keep telling the story. Focus, focus, focus. Now, what have we learned after the fact? Because there were always rumors that when right before Nixon resigned, he put us at DEFCON 1. Like he almost was like, we're, we're all going down together. So how dangerous, how perilously dangerous to take from your title were we on January 6th? One date that stands out is the two days after January 6th, January 8th, 2021, General Milley calls in the nuclear team at the Pentagon in a very hush-hush meeting, and he says to this group, it's called the NMCC, the National Military Command Center, if anyone calls, if anything wild or crazy happens, you make sure you call me. Call me first. I'm part of the decision. We do our procedures. Remember that. You got it. And he goes around the room. You got it? Yes, sir. You got it? Yes, sir. And this is Milley trying to make sure nothing rash happens when it comes to nuclear weapons or a missile strike. What Milley doesn't tell the officers in that meeting on January 8th is that he, Milley, the senior officer in the U.S. military, had very serious concerns about Trump's mental stability, thought the president was in mental decline. And while he did not believe the president sought war, he worried that some kind of action uh, could trigger the Chinese with a hair Uh, a very fragile environment in the South China Sea. And so we had behind the scenes, we never knew about this until we start reporting it, that we had a national security emergency in addition to a domestic political crisis. There's no doubt that uh, our enemies or just any nation state that would mean us harm would love to capitalize on instability. And in my lifetime, I've never seen, uh, in any of our lifetimes, seen such instability and to see people walking around on the you know congressional floors uh, waving Confederate flags, how much of this was pre-planned? And, and I know he's just a talk show host, but I had Bill Maher on my show a couple of weeks ago, and, and he said that this was, was planned from the start. This wasn't just some day of thing where they got a rally and said, uh, hey, let's go, uh, you know, let's go hang Mike Pence unless he tries to uh, say that uh, the election was a fraud. I mean, how, how deep does this go? When we started this project, Woodward and I were like everyone else. We thought 
conventional wisdom was January 6th was about January 6th. President Trump idly watching television in the dining room now off the Oval Office as some of his supporters walked down Pennsylvania Avenue toward the Capitol and broke some windows and had an insurrection. What we learned is that the story of January 6th was actually not really about the 6th. Of course, it was about the 6th and the attack. It was about the days prior, a political and legal, brutally intensive campaign against the vice president of the United States to decertify an election. And we discovered a, a memo, a six-point memo authored by conservative lawyer John Eastman that many who have read the book call it a, a roadmap for a coup. And that's in the book. And what we show is that this was a real attempt to throw the election to the House of Representatives, not just to attack the Capitol, but to stop the certification throw the election to the House where Trump 